Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome back to this special edition of the Game Football Podcast from The Times with Wickham Wanderers goalkeeper David Stockdale, who of course is now in a playoff final in League One. His team have beaten MK Dons, so good luck to David and the team. But in this episode, he'll be talking more broadly about his career, the best players that he played with, which goalkeepers he learned from, and how he interacts with fans from opposition teams. The playoffs, the Football League playoffs are synonymous with being the ultimate thing that neutrals love and fans and the players, surely, surely the players feel the same as the fans of the clubs. Don't you hate it? You you don't want to be in the playoffs really, do you? Do you know what? It's funny you say that, but every player would say, if you could guarantee me promotion, it'd be through the playoffs. Really? Yeah. And I was on the bench with Wickham last time, but what a a ride. Yeah. What a ride. and in COVID as well, and we was like, imagine if there'd have been fans there. Yeah. You know, Oxford Wickham as well, because they call it the synonymous M40 derby. <laughs> it's incredible. Mm. And to play at your national stadium in the final, to lift a trophy. We were lucky that we managed to play football in COVID times. Mm. So things happened, your family weren't there. So we, we ran inside and got FaceTime. Well, you know, so people could be involved with us and... I think they had to kick us out of Wembley at <laughs> half 11, quarter to 12. I think they had another event on the next day, but it was like, you're going to have to get out. And it was like, we just won. <laughs> well, you can't kick me out of Wembley. But that was an amazing run, wasn't it, with Wickham? You know, you were one of the stories of that season. You know, I can remember we did loads and loads of pieces, every, and we weren't the only newspaper. Everyone was suddenly obsessed with Wickham. Was that Brighton? What was your kind of happiest time? as a footballer in terms of everything coming together club where you were you know the run where how you were playing I've been really fortunate Fulham I didn't play as in longevity I was there a lot of years mm. but not loads and loads of games Fulham as a club brilliant Brighton as a club brilliant Wickham as a club brilliant so I've been really lucky to find three clubs where I felt at home and being able to do something on the pitch mm. not so much Fulham but being able to to play in the Premier League, hold my own, playing games, do moments that have helped Fulham win points in the Premier League. Brighton, first promotion to the Premier League. Wickham, first promotion to the the Championship. These are things that you can't change. History cannot even change them because it was the first time. So being able, like people say, ah, oh, 
Brighton now doing well and you, you don't think oh my god they won't be there if it weren't for me but you're like yeah. you feel part of that that club even now f- people talk about Fulham I only played what 60 times mm. you know not like a club like, but they do want to talk about the Brighton now Wickham if we can do it again you know it those are the memories that stick in and then I went on loan to some great clubs with great managers gained promotion with them Steve Bruce at Hull Nigel Pearson at Leicester and my advice to people is go out and make them memories people think oh alone does my club not want me no go out and make memories and improve your football career while you're making memories and it just shows you I went alone to Robin with Mark Robbins while I was at Birmingham he took me on emergency loan to Coventry you know, because we still had a relationship, we'd gone through good times together. I'll take him, I know him. And that's what I said to one of the young lads at Wickham. He's gone out on loan. I said, you do well at that level. You're also creating relationships that, what happens if they go a League Two manager? Say, I know him. I know what he can do for me. He takes you in and you're like, oh, all of a sudden you're in and you're playing at a new level or a new club. You've always got that to drop back on. If you know what I mean. So when I went out to Wakefield and Emleys and stuff, if I can do it at that level and people know I can do it at that level, you get seen, you get heard, people talk about you. So it's all about pushing yourself. And I always come back to it, it's memories. Hmm. First time in this building today, as I said, I'm taking you upstairs. It's a memory. Yeah. Oh, if I go back I think to we Leeds. need to clarify why I'm taking yeah, him upstairs. Yeah, yeah. It does sound so a, bit, a bit strange. To, to see the view. It's a good view, to be fair. I'm from Leeds. I, I'll probably ever see Leeds from here. The highest I go is to the Queen's Hotel in Leeds, you know, yeah. or the train station. But you know what I mean? It, it's what's memories. It, what's it like? walking into so many new changing rooms because the only <laughs> the only thing comparable for me because I did play football is I went to uh, Tottenham ladies and they were a very tight-knit group mm. and I walked in and the hatred the right, absolute yeah. hatred and I, ha- I wasn't prepared for it right and they said well let's see what you can do and we had some um, sprinting and I beat the captain in a sprint well that didn't go down oh, and I thought well, surely you should be pleased because I, I was really fast in yeah. my day why didn't they just say oh she's in no they yeah. didn't like it. what's your nickname because my nickname wasn't something that began with C and ended with T they weren't interested really? yeah yeah, it was just totally cliquey have you never walked into a dressing room and thought this lot they're going to be hard work I, I can honestly say no like you've, I've walked into one where I feel like I'm alone but not as in hard work, it's just that they don't know you. And once you get... And that's another thing, jump straight in. Go talk to people, you know. I'm not going to bite, I'm not going to hurt you. What's the worst I can say is no. So it's it's about getting involved with the things that they're doing at that club or just... And luckily, as it went on, I'd played against some of the players, so you come across them. But some of them, to start with, when you're going on loan from Fulham, it's an expectancy. It's coming from Premier League, has got to be good. So a lot of it's on the training ground start with, oh, he's good. You know, we'll talk to you now. Not not we'll talk to you now, but it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's got something. But I've never honestly been into a changing room and gone, oh, I do not want to be here. Never. Do you think it's an advantage being a keeper? Because as you've all Yeah, because we're very different. You are different. Yeah. And everybody so expects you to be a, yeah. very different yeah. in the mind. So they kind of stay away from you. Don't go near him. He's, he's a bit of a crazy. <laughs> but... But as they know, and that's the running joke. It's a joke, and but you're also part of the team. They can't do it without you. 
well they can do it with another goalkeeper but as in goalkeepers in general so you've always got that group you've also always got the card the goalkeepers union card so you can you're in a group and then you find out about other players and you'll see players coming up to you and saying hello and things and that's how you you get going but no not not to to your your level even nowhere so I've um, had a worse experience than you y- yes you have <laughs> that's something to boast about maybe um, I don't know sort of I, I don't know if that's a, yeah. if that's a thing. <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll boss about you be the captain yeah there you go exactly yeah, there you go such a positive mindset David I can see why you've had such a long career yeah can I speaking of long careers and goalkeepers in general the kind of idea at the very highest level you know even Gigi Buffon and all that kind of thing. It, it, why Why do you think it is, and you talked about at the very start, um, like a fine wine getting better yeah. age. Why Why do you think that is with goalkeepers? Is it an experience thing because it's such a pressure role? Is it a fitness thing because, dare I say it, you're not doing as much work? He said it. You know, I he went, I went for it. it. He actually said I it. I went for it. You, you basically told me that you're faster than me and he said, I don't, don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, well, not doing nothing, but you're not running as much as no, the other. No, I understand like. that. No, I'm, but you know what I mean? Like, I, mm. It is a thing where at your stage in your career, you could play for another couple of years. We see it in the Premier League all just the way down. Well, who knows? You tell me. Wow, you just you tried to me. sign me for Lincoln City a minute ago. I'm I saying I I've only got I'm two playing hard to get, mate. I'm playing <laughs> hard to get. <laughs> Treating me. Yeah, all that. exactly. Um, it's an experience thing, definitely, mm. because you're always learning. There's always something new. It's never the same. De- I definitely. I look, I say to some of these lads, like we've got Gareth McClear, Akin Fenway. I said, you run around at 40, mate. I said, that can't be nice. He's like, you jump on the ground. And you're 36, what are you doing? Yeah. I thought, yeah, I take your point, but we're built for falling on the ground. Mm. You know, we're used to it. So you're not doing as much as in like expenditure. They run flipping 15 kilometers a game. Yeah. So they didn't even drive that far <laughs> to get here to, to the game. So I think that's it. It does wear down on, mm. on on your mind and body when, you, when you're exerting yourself that much. Ours is more mental, I think. So as you get older, you learn to to deal with the mental side. You, the old saying is, you might not do all all game. Ninety third minute, you got to make a save. Hmm. It's more mental, and if you can work you your way around your own brain and not get in the way yourself, I think that's where the goalkeeper expectancy goes on. And like you say, Buffon, nobody's going to say he's the fastest. He, he can move fast. He can whatever. He can put himself in the right places mm. at the right times. He's seen it thousands of times before. His brain goes straight back. Yeah, this is, where, this is what I need to do. Don't worry about me. I'm just going to have a bit. Of... What's the best save you've ever made? I, st- I still go back to the for relevance and I think the double save, penalty save against Chef Wednesday for Brighton. But I made one. Someone sent me one. And I, I actually forgot about it because it, it was on match day and Gary Lineker put some and tweeted something. Uh, against Norwich and it was Ricky Van Wolfswinkel and after I made the save he was like came back and he headed it from about three yards and I managed to like over the back and, <laughs> and at that point Ricky had not scored in the league for about I want to say about 20 matches he went you must be joking <laughs> how are you pulling off a save like that when I've not scored I've got the fans down there on my back it was actually a funny conversation so that that springs to mind a penalty for Fulham against Man United it was 2-1 to Man U and saved Nanny's penalty and then we scored late on so that in, in terms of oh I've helped there mm. yeah. you know 
and because it was against Manchester United and I'm Leeds United Leeds just fell in love with me it was like he's from Leeds yeah that, that's the boy you know what I mean Are you what's, what do you what sort of prep do you do before a game on the penalty takers in a team do you so, do loads yeah I'll look but a lot of the smart ones are very smart they'll know that you've looked and it's like a double bluff it's like a poker tournament in the penalty area you know so you're going to do a big blind or have you faced a Penenka no no Touch wood. Ooh. Especially not in the Champions League semi-final. Yeah. <laughs> Would you take one? Obviously, we've seen this season with Kepa and Took Carabao one in Cup. the Carling Cup this season, if yeah. that counts. You can get that one up. Score. That's a good one. Yeah. Top top bin, so? Top left. Top left. It, it's an enjoyable video. Yeah. I mean, yes, I would take one because... If I'm going to miss, it'll be spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> so if he's either going in, it's spectacular. If I miss, it's spectacular. The good thing for me is, like, he had to take one of the last penalties. I was down as fifth taker at the time. Oh, right. But he was to keep us in, in the cup match, and I managed to save two after. Oh, brilliant. So it's one of them where I had a chance to redeem myself. If It just turned out that way, but... You've always got a chance to redeem. So if I came second, yeah, I'm taking it. And you yeah. miss. I've got a chance, like, I save three. I, I might get myself out of the uh, quagmire, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take it. But some good penalty takes we've got as well. Yeah, probably won't be that pressure. You've talked some about coaches you've worked with and players you've worked with. You've talked about, you know, teaching teaching players that you work with. Who Who are the best goalkeepers that you've either worked with or maybe just admired from afar in your career? Well, the ones that worked with Mark Schwartz was one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League at that time. Hmm. Underrated, do you think? Very. I hope you don't mind me saying that he could have had a chance to go to a, a top four team at the time and he he didn't. I don't know the ins and outs, but it wasn't a surprise. Hmm. It was literally, oh yeah. like He would make saves and I'd go, how oh, am I meant to live up to that? Hmm. The, the way he took crosses and I'm fanboying a little bit and I, I probably never even said it to his face but I used to watch him in awe and be like that's where you need to be that is and it's no wonder I think how many games would he have played now in the Premier League it's got to be a 600 yeah he was right up there Middlesbrough you know Europa League final wasn't he mm. with Fulham and Middlesbrough I think he might have yeah. been yeah. and he's another one of them that as, as we were discussing played well, right, won, all the won way the Premier, the two yeah. Premier Leagues over the age of 40 yeah amazing so um, just looking back I've, I've I've managed to be around a lot of lot of good goals there's, there's a couple coming through that like Edison it makes the game look easy doesn't it? Yeah. it's like we were saying earlier he used to start off outfield. I think he's still outfield. Yeah. He just yeah. uses his hands. How do you feel watching that, that kind of progression of the goalkeeper now with the necessity at the highest level to be good with your feet and be able to pass it out? I, I, mean, I, I really like it because I'm fed up of him saying, just be a goalkeeper, you. Yeah. You know, on TV, the goalkeeper's out there. Why are they playing out from back when your goalkeeper can't pass it? Hang on a minute. It's because we're still in front of the goal. Yeah. Your player just, the same player just give it away 40 yards up pitch and he was like, oh, well just because I give it away they're going to score probably <laughs> because I'm right in front of the goal not as close as Edison but I was trying my best against Wimbledon the other week <laughs> I had nowhere to go and I turned out and luckily the striker ran past me so I'm not fast enough to get away from him now <laughs> one strange question which you speak to as a fan of a football league side I want to know every football fan has done this when a goalkeeper's got a goal kick 
and giving it the oh has that ever actually worked and put you off never (laughs) (laughs) but I've actually found out a way that you can get them because you hold your breath oh so you wait a bit longer (laughs) and I tried now and see how far I can get them to go oh oh (laughs) and then sometimes if you're time wasting you run up and you slow down as if you like tripped up oh Turn back around, smile, and they've got to start it all over again. <laughs> well, oh, how many breaths can you take? I mean, so how long can you hold it for? I'm, I'm desperate, desperate to be at a game now. Next time when you're playing, and I'm going to be in the crowd, and I'm going to try. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. You say that because uh, when I had my chat with Ben Roberts, and um, I asked him how he felt about goalkeepers that have a relationship with the fans, especially the away fans, and a bit of banter, and you do. Yeah. You get involved and he said and he's someone that you regard very highly yeah. and he said I hate it. Mm. I absolutely yeah. hate it. I don't want the goalkeeper that I coach to interact with the fans. So how how have you ignored that given that you admire Ben but you still want to have that relationship? Do you just know it's better has, for you? He has respect for me as well. In my to he knew what type of character I was. He knew that that would get he he knows what what works for me. Like he knows, I don't do it every week, and I know when there's certain times to stop being a clown. So there was never that line where he had to cross and say, "Hang on, stop being an idiot, will you?" So he hated it, but he knew the times that I had to. You can change a crowd's perception of you. So a good example: we played Exeter in the one that scored scored the penalty in it. <laughs> Ironically, is that the same Exeter that's an hour away from London? That, that it's about an hour Not away. Not the one that's yeah. an hour away from London. Yeah. Okay. If you're flying, yeah. Um, yeah. So they were having a bit of banter with me. Nil nil. We'd gone down to ten men. Matt Bloomfield, our captain, had had to come off of a concussion. They were giving me a bit from behind the goal. So to calm it down a bit, and you know when you're getting pelters, oh, I don't know if you do. You get pellets. So I'm thinking, right, how can I turn this round? So they're shouting, you big goalkeeper. <laughs> so I turned round, grabbed my belly, was like, laughing like Father Christmas. So the whole crowd goes wild. Yeah. So for the next five minutes, when the ball's up the other end, we're playing a game like this. And, and then I turned round, clapped them, the whole stand clap. And afterwards... We'd, I'd scored the penalty and so it was a bit of a like whoa he's done really well the amount of extra fans you know what fair play mm. you know what we get people that don't care you actually interact and I, I simply said that's what it's all about you pay money to come you can chat what you like if I'm enjoying it as much as you are we're all good because mm. when we were younger it was like you'd had to go to football for a pint and a bit of fun to watch a bit of football and I still to this day believe that that's what you need. Like Plymouth, they was counting because it was taking so long on a goal kick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they was counting how long it took me. So as I was walking back, I was going to, <laughs> to him. Well, it went off it, didn't it? And the ref came over and he was like, you need to be careful. I said, why? He went, well, they're going to start throwing stuff. I said, if the pound coins, mate, let them throw them. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to get a yellow card for it, like, but things like that. Like and even Chef Wednesday, it was an important game. Their fans would give me it, turn around, smiled, give him this old belly joke again, clapped him. They don't care about me, mm. but what they do care about is they've been heard. 
They know you've seen it. Good banter, guys. Yeah. They clap back. Fair enough. Well played. You know what I mean? And then if you lose, you lose. You clap to them and say, thanks thanks for having us. Or, and that's what I say to people. Like, You lose, you've got to have humility. You've got to say, you know what? You've got to be fair players. Good luck. Flip side of that, of course, is you've reported fans who said things they shouldn't have to the referee. Yeah, I did. And, and that's that's the point. Like, there's too far. Yeah. And there's a fine line nowadays. What's too far? What What is it? And it's all dependent on a person. And the homophobic abuse was... It, it wasn't the whole crowd, I must admit. Set the scene. Tell us where. So when, it was where. Oxford at home and obviously what happened recently with Oxford. And I was in my lovely pink kit and... Um, I've never had it before and the words came out I don't know if I'm allowed to say you you look like a dildo you big gay anyway with quite a few expletives do you know when it actually hits you and you go did did I just hear that Hmm. and it came again I was like so it was there was a a free kick so I just stopped it and and because I'd shouted the ref over, well, didn't I get booed? Because they knew what was coming. Mm. I said, look, I just want to let you know. And the ref was like, no, no, that's fair enough. Went over, got them told. There was an announcement, came over. Then the next day, like, a lot of fans after were saying, that didn't get said, you're a liar. I said, well, what am I going to get out of that? I said, if you look on the flip side, as soon as the announcement came out that no homophobic language will be allowed in the stadium or anywhere... They start seeing David Stockdale as a grass. If I, if you haven't said it, what am I grassing? Mm. You know. So, and then people say, uh, and even Carl Robinson said, "I know David Stockdale. I, he's not a liar." You know. Let's get them people out. You can't go into a crowd of two thousand people and pick fifteen. Because I'm not saying it was a whole. It was literally because it had gone quiet as well. Mm. So, but to me. I'm not gay, I've got a wife, but what I thought is, what happens if there's a young child? What happens if my child wants to be gay? Mm. That's fine. Mm. But hearing that, they're going to think, oh my God, how am I meant to say to my own mum and dad if they think like that? So it was, what if there's a child in there, a person in there that was already came out as gay, mm. feeling uncomfortable at a football game where you've come to watch football? You shouldn't be able to feel uncomfortable anyway. So that was my, my thought train and... and I'm glad, I, definitely glad I said it because you can speak up all you want but to be able to do it in a game in front of 10,000 people and say hang on a minute this is what happened then that's fine and I, I'd do it 100 times again uh, and it wasn't for oh look at you you're a hero I don't care about that my mind was actually thinking oh my god what I've got gay friends hmm. imagine what they'd think of me if I didn't say imagine if I went back you should have heard what they said to me why aren't you about it mm-hmm. ah well you know how it'd make them feel I'm like what? why would you come to a game and say that what say my belly's big again <laughs> I don't care yeah. but was there any follow up did you hear did anyone get banned um, for life or banned for two seasons there was a follow up with Oxford and, and the police but again it's very hard to pick a culprit out it's not yeah. like they can pick a seat I can't pick a seat out I can't pick a knit because it's behind me I can only report it and say this is what's going on keep an eye on it and the ref was really good to be fair I'm not sure what ref it was but he kept coming up to me throughout the game in that half when I was in front of those fans and saying anything else I said no 
to be fair not that I've heard and it was only that specific moment so hopefully whether they got scared thinking oh my god they're going to be watching which is good and and the more people that can say hang on mate not just at a football game that's wrong hmm. if you think that that's right I don't want to hear it ever That that's a right thing to say you're well within your rights and then if they give you a bit more barrage tell someone else it's about a majority a majority takes over a minority it's when the minority thinks they're taking over a majority mm. it's just about the same people just going do you know what that, that's not right I would sit, stand and have a debate and say why Why did you say that oh it's a bit of fun isn't it no, mm. it's, not, it's not a bit of fun I'd like to find out what, what makes you say it what do you have something against it like what then educate say right why don't you find out find out what it's like have you ever heard a story where someone's tried to come out or or committed suicide because they couldn't mm. and you're saying it as a joke mm. you know the serious things you can't do it on a football pitch obviously but being able to stand up and say that for that reason is why I did it then everyone gets together and, and it, it's about being open with everyone accepting everything everything's fine as long as it doesn't affect you as a person you can have your views obviously opinionated world but is it going to affect you that somebody is married to a man or a woman or mm. whatever no no let them be happy yeah you're obviously not very happy if you yeah. if you haven't say it yeah. in your time do you think um the professional dressing room has become a place where a professional player could walk in and say i'm gay especially at Wickham because we literally have me and gold crazy as can be whatever you want to do it doesn't matter mm. we love you we, it's a personality thing do what you want to do no worries so it's not the teammates it's it's the public it's I the definitely fans, think that. isn't it it's, it's... I don't think in most change rooms I've been in there'd be anyone that goes no I'm not I'm not playing I I would like to sit, stand here and say 99% sure that if someone gave it alright stop going on about it that's how it, like alright but if you need any support like they'd back you to, it's your teammate hmm. it's like when you go into a tackle and you see them all surrounding the ref you're backing your teammate you might have got injured or alright stop going on about it we'll back you I totally agree with people who, who would want to come out and say why would I want to do that when they're going to start seeing this. like, mm -hmm. And it, it's all about me then. But then I think it's only going to take somebody to be brave enough and understand that it's not like that inside, actually inside football. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You talked about in that scenario then with you and the fans, some good refereeing that you thought took place. Obviously, refereeing is a subject that we talk about endlessly on the podcast, isn't it, Alison? <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I wanted to ask your opinion on like modern refereeing and the the big one, VAR, because we're talking to you now towards the end of the season, coming into the playoffs that we've already mentioned, there'll be some big contentious issues. What are your feelings as a professional about VAR? I don't know. I'm a traditionalist, so mm. all those FA Cup games where it was, I remember when Shrewsbury got through, was it against Everton? All them years back and they was offside. Yeah. They not, not get given, they went through. How can you take that away from yeah. the team that's the FA Cup yeah you might be an offside but so I'm very much traditionalist but then I don't know it's a stupid question there won't be VAR at the playoff final because there's no, not VAR in the no, league no. no there won't but I'm saying that there's been conversations towards the end of the season as there has been for the last few in the Football League there was a game um, I think it was Luton uh, and it was a penalty decision in the championship mm. and it was like the other player and the other team handballed it and the referee yes, gave a penalty seen that. and it was like when you watched it back you're like how was he how was he given that and so everyone starts going well it's the end of the season they're all going for the playoffs they're all going for promotion we need VAR and then but I would be the same as David go into a game as a fan and in those moments it'd be awful awful those moments those last minute winners when there was definitely a foul and the you know push on the keeper even so you wouldn't even mind that, you know, a little dig in the ribs that stops you from reaching I'll the punch. I still get it now. <laughs> still get it now. So what? what's changed? And yeah. Look, and the magic of football, you've heard the saying, obviously, being in football that long, but it all comes back around. Yeah. It'll even itself out, and it does. Mm. You look at things, and we look... Me and Sam Vox, we looked at the other... Oh, yeah, but what about that? Yeah, we, we got away with that. Yeah. <laughs> so it evens itself out. I'm, I'm a big traditionalist, so I like, I like the magic of the FA Cup, and V8, it's like, oh... It's not, there's not much magic with VAR. No, there's it? not. It's no. a mood killer. But then do you, my argument was, so I've seen one where, I can't remember what game, so it said, ref, go and take a look at it. I still think it's an opinionated thing. Yes, they're getting to see it again, but it's still a referee's opinion. Mm. So Just trust unless your first it's, call. Yeah, unless it's literally clear cut, you, you can't... So when the ref goes and looks, unless it's like the first thing got... Oh, Damn, I got that wrong. Yeah, it should be not. But then it's opinions, so it's, it's the referee's opinion. He's just getting a chance to look at it again because you might go, "Ooh, actually, show me that view." Mm. And then it's like, well, "What we're we gonna have Hawkeye next time?" Yeah. You know, was it gonna go in? Would it have been there? Where was the defender? Was he last man? Was he? 
No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Interpreted rules. Yeah. Final quickfire one from me. Yep. Not including Wickham players, because I don't want to make you biased and just tell Zach and Fenwer and a few other lads. Best three players you've ever played with. <sighs> I've given you three. Come on. I didn't make I didn't make you pick one. It's hard. And I keep forgetting some. It's alright, we won't hold it. We'll you know Outfield or Outfield. Berbatov. Was he as good in training as like, you know, yes. he's one of those clip footballers, isn't yes. he? Was he like that in training? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing ludicrous things. Yeah. They're all going to have to be forward players, you know. That's all right. That gives a bit of distance, it means. <laughs> Adel Tarat. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do it for Fulham, but when you seen him in training, he was like, yeah, wow. Because he yeah. was one of them that was like, Frustrating for a lot of fans and coaches, I imagine that yeah. never, he never quite. But lovely everyone lad was like, well. he had his moments, didn't yeah, he? he? He was absolutely lad. beautiful to yeah. watch. In training, I was watching him, thinking, "Oh my god, like, really? I'm so glad he's on my team." <laughs> you know, he was the one, and then Jude Bellingham. Jude Bellingham, you were his mate. Yeah, yeah. He, he owes I, it all to you, actually. <laughs> no, I keep telling his dad that. But <laughs> I spoke to him a couple of weeks back and it's amazing what, what a lovely grown man he's, he's got into and mm. had to mature so quickly his mum's still out there she still doesn't know any German so really? I keep telling a few phrases but they're not the best phrases <laughs> at the time I was just telling someone today like I'd take him in from his house training because he couldn't mum and dad were working or whatever get into the car he's got his school uniform on I'm like oh my god <laughs> so he got to training be the best player in training in the yeah. first team Go for his school uniform on and get picked up to go to school. And this, so this is at Birmingham. Yeah. So he was how old then? When sixteen. Sixteen, fifteen. Fifteen, sixteen. Like. And did you know then you were like this kid is gonna? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you could not know. Yeah. And luckily we we struck up a relationship. Unfortunately, because I weren't in the team, so I spent a lot of time with the under 18s And the first time I came properly across him, because obviously. There was a big line divide. I was 35 mm. and he was 18, you know. I was trained with the under-18s, but you have to get changed separately and things like that. So I met him in the gym and he was injured. So we had a real good chat about, look, mate. And I was trying to say, same age as my daughter, you know. Just do your GCC's football will come. You're good enough. And it was a nice story. So we went to get my daughter's GCC. And he rang me later on day and told me what he got. Oh, so you're right. still not as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> you might be better at football. So that was a real nice moment. And if, if he'd have not even gone to Dortmund and he'd not even been playing football, I've managed to affect someone's life in a, in a positive way. So that that's what I'm trying to do going forward. And that was the first time. And because he's gone on to do well and I still keep in touch, he's nice. So me and my son are going to go watch him play sometime when, when we can and go across with his mum and dad. And it'd be nice to see him because... It, it was funny because I was in a hotel room on FaceTime and it was just before he got his England call up and uh, he said oh what are you going to say now you've had an England call up and I had I was like I never said you just said that rings me back two hours later have you seen the news I, was like, <laughs> I said yeah but I was in a room with Anthony Stewart and he scored a goal at Wembley for the playoff so he had a joke with him and said oh I've scored at Wembley well done, he score. <laughs> Rings back up. Where's Anthony Stewart? <laughs> and he's like, but that's that's the thing. He was always like that. He always had that confidence, and you had to have it. And it was like that's that's the fun thing about seeing someone develop into a, a f very good footballer. 
but as well as being a good human and having that side and that's the humility shown like it's alright wait there wait a couple of years I'll come back to you and now there's not a lot I can say to him apart from have you, can you learn to drive yet <laughs> <laughs> final question from me okay. I happen to know you have a weak spot for Liverpool Yes. Uh, do you think they can do the quadruple? I would love to see it. I mean, I have the weak spot because of my time playing at Anfield, but also my mate Akin Fenwis is a Liverpool fan. And if he says, oh, he will find me in London today if I say <laughs> <laughs> They're good enough. They are. They are they? good enough. Even though I'm a Leeds fan, I go back to the Man U Champions League 1999, the treble. What? Just a match. How incredible yeah, was it? Yeah, it was. Like, from a neutral point of view, it was like, oh. well, I was a Peter Schmeichel fan, so seeing him do a cartwheel, I thought, I've still not done one yet. <laughs> there could be time. <laughs> a cartwheel in the, in the final. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really hope so. I really hope so. Thanks for listening to this special episode of The Game Podcast. We'll be back on Mondays and Thursdays to talk about the conclusion to the football season with lots and lots to still discuss and decide. 